I, I just look at Jerry Jones and I can just see racism. Like, that's just it. I never really liked him as an owner anyway. It's only oh, no, many, no. Never, it's only really but so many owners in the NFL that you can really look at and just feel like they have, you know, they feel good about, um, you know, they like black people. I mean, people talk about Robert Kraft, the uh, owner for the Patriots, but I mean, I don't think Robert Kraft's a bad guy. Like, he hangs out with Meek Mill, hangs out with all these black dudes. <laughs> you've, you've never heard him say anything about the anthem. Like, you've never heard right. him say anything crazy. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure last year when those players were kneeling, I, I think there were some Patriots guys that were kneeling. I didn't hear him not come out loud one time and say, look, my players got to, they need to stand. Like, he never came out and said that. Like, so I feel like it's just basically the stance. It's like you said, Drake Jones has that slave mentality. Um, you know, he just feels that way. And that's how he's pretty much always been. It's unfortunate, but maybe, hopefully, a player will stand up to him. And, you know, we'll, we'll have to see where that goes. Overwork. I mean, I don't think he'll go very far. <laughs> he might just kick him off the team. <laughs> I, I mean, sure, you can only hope, like, uh, you know, some things you just got going on, like, like on the women, just say, I'm going to try it and see what happens. Maybe somebody's going to stand up or a few players stand up and say, I'm not going on the field to play. And we'll see what happens when they start losing money. Stand up at owners, I mean. And to actually clarify what he said, he came out and said that, um, his players will not be able to stay in the locker room or kneel during the national anthem. So, you know. Oh, that's first, crazy, right? Right. Wow. At first, right. At first they said that if you don't want to stand for the national anthem, just stay in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Until it's over exactly. and come out. But he's saying, no, you're going to be out there when the national anthem is going on. <laughs> 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 I don't care, man. Very crazy. Nah. I don't care. He's clunking them, man. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I think that's crazy. Y'all are grown, man. Ain't nobody gonna tell. Nobody yeah, gonna ain't, no me. ain't no way. Ain't no way old ass Jerry Jones telling me nothing. That's ridiculous. I would, I would request a trade right now if that was the case. I'd be like, come on. Especially if you, if you got that kind of power to request a trade and get it, get out of a, you know, go to another team. I, I wouldn't want to stay with an owner that's like that. But I mean, like I said, it's their decisions. Some of them have family. Some of them, you know, are trying to feed their family and. At the end of the of day, some, some people obviously are just not, they're not calling Kaepernick. Everybody's not calling. Everybody doesn't want to be out of a job. I'm not trying to be funny. But everybody just can't do that, you know? So, I mean, hey, it is what it is. It's, it's a messed up situation all around. And I still don't understand why Colin Kaepernick don't got a job. But that's another thing. Exactly. Like, I'm cool on the NFL. I'm going to say this to you every time you talk about the NFL. I'm cool. Yeah, the NFL is just, I don't know, man. All right, so Serena Williams um, says he, he um, says he's being discriminated against with the random drug test. I mean, obviously she's been discriminated against. I mean, all these white players are the ones who are who use these these drugs. Sharapova. Yeah, Sharapova. Obviously, I mean, they they. My thing with her, I feel like she could have been knocked out of even competing anymore. Like she was just exactly. competing this year. Like she she just competed, and not only that, not to mention right after she got. Um, right after she got suspended for that year, she she went and uh, went to Harvard Law School. So it's just like there's no kind of – I feel like if that was a black person, if that was a black person that that had happened to, they would not be able to go to a Harvard Law School after something like that. I don't care how much money they had. I don't think that they would be able to be admitted. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, 
It's racism in every sport, honestly. Like, if you're going to randomly drug test Serena Williams more so than any other female tennis player, then obviously I'm going to call BS on that. Yeah, it's definitely BS. I mean, everybody's standing up for her saying, you know, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm standing up for her saying she's one of the best athletes ever. Not females, she's one of the best athletes ever. Yes, absolutely. Like, all all around together. And it just makes no sense that they're doing this to her. I honestly feel bad for Serena. Like, she just had a baby. Like, just accept the fact that she's she's just so much more better than these players. She just is. She's always going to be. None of, I don't think anybody in tennis right now, uh, in the female tennis arena, um, is going to be able to touch Serena Williams for a very long time. And she's Not at all. And like I just said, Serena Williams is what, 26? I mean, she's yeah. up there. Like, she only has, I mean, to be honest, she only got um, maybe like three, four good years to go with this. Like, she's going to be retiring soon. So, I mean, we're going to open doors for players like, you know, Sloan Stevens, who, you know, she just won the SP for a breakout, um, was it breakout player or best tennis player she wanted for or whatever. We're opening doors for players like that. She's going to mm-hmm. be able to do a lot more now that Serena's not going to be around. But, you know, at the end of the day, it makes no sense how they're doing it to her. And I, I still want to know, do you feel like if a, a black tennis player had got kicked out of that sport that um, that year for using drug enhancement, whatever, whatever, do you think they would have been able to go to a Harvard Law School after that? No, of course I don't, not. I don't think so either. And that's the thing that sets me with the whole Maria Sharapova thing. Like, Sharapova was able to do so much. She, she didn't even lose her medals. Like, the medals that she did win when she beat Serena Williams and she was all over the uh, news and the stuff and all this stuff, and she beat Serena. But she beat Serena because she was using those enhancement drugs. She didn't beat Serena <laughs> off her just talent. She beat Serena off enhancement. That's not a win. They need to be stripping her stuff because when, when that girl, I forgot her name, um, it was a long time ago. Was it, was it Dominique? No, it wasn't Dominique Dawkins. No, he's all Aaron Jones. Yeah, when Marion Jones did that stuff, they took her for everything. So why is it different with Maria Sharapova? Her skin color, that's the difference. It's no real difference with what happened. She's fake. She's funky. Like, the stuff she was able to do, she was doing it because she had drug enhancement in her body. She was able to do those things based on whatever she was taking. She, I don't really think she's better than Serena Williams. I think... If they went back and had to do it all over, I think they would strip her for for, uh, for all the gold and stuff and medals, whatever she has, and she will just be she will have nothing. Like in my in my case, she still has endorsement deals. You have to remember that Maria Sharapova still is she's still above Serena Williams in endorsement. Yeah, and that's crazy. crazy. Like the player who deserves to have that kind of like the kind of endorsement that she. That she has with Serena. But you know why they don't give Serena that? Because, oh, you know, Serena, she, she doesn't look, you know, she, she might not have that, you know, like I remember one reporter asking her, was she intimidated by Maria Sharapova's supermodel look? Listen, that right there is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. And, and <laughs> I don't know what they're looking at. But Serena is fire to me. Shout out to Serena right. Williams. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, Serena, uh, Serena Williams is obviously like, you know, she's, she's, to me, she's beautiful. 
And I feel Absolutely. like at the end of the day, they look at her and, you know, her body, she's a female athlete. All female athletes have bodies like that. Go to the WNBA, you see all the players. They have, you know, they have muscles, they have bodies. I mean, it is what it is. Like, that's all athletes, period. Male, female, doesn't really matter. So female athletes get that a little harder because at the end of the day, that's just what men, some men look at different things when they play, when they look at uh, female athletes. Instead of actually looking at the sport, and paying attention to what they're doing, they're paying more attention to other things that they shouldn't be paying attention to. So you're asking her about a, a, another tennis player, supermodel looks, and she's looking at you like, what does that have to do with tennis? That has exactly. That, that has nothing to do with the match. Nothing and at all. It has to do with tennis, and it just further reassures that looks, when it comes down to female athletes, still matters more to men than, a, than their actual talent. And that's the sad part. That is the absolute sad part about the sport. Ronda Rousey, I mean, what's the, the I mean, this girl, she she won one little one little thing and then she goes back and loses and keeps getting beat. And oh everybody's talking about her, like, you know, she's getting all these endorsements and stuff and you know, she goes and gets beat and my thing is I don't I, mean, I just don't see what the hype was with her. And I still don't see what the hype was with Ronda Rousey. I I still don't see what the hype is with her, but at the end of the day, it further reassures me that the white men who run these sports teams, have these sports teams, they pay more attention to the way the woman looks and pay attention to their talent. And it's very, very sad. But at the end of the day, I think Serena Williams is still going to go down as one of the best female athletes, to, well, best, one of the best athletes to ever play, um, period. And, you know, I just, feel like, I, just, I just think it's unfortunate that they're doing her like that, man. Like, I, can, I don't even know it was that bad. Like, my mom... Oh, oh yeah, it is. Me, and she was just like, yeah, she, they keep, they keep, uh, random drug tests. And I'm like, why? Like, why are you doing that to Serena Williams? I mean, out of, out of all players, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I mean, Serena Williams, she, she, she doesn't look like the kind of person that would be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, would be taking right. enhancement drugs. You know, you have to really just pay attention and look around. All, like, a lot of these, these players, you have to really, um, just, they, you know, look close into stuff. But I, I know when Maria shared Pope, I know when her stuff hit the fan, like, I was just like, I was happy that it happened because I'm just like, there's so much junk. I, I'm not going to lie, I was happy when it happened because she was talking so much junk when she beat Serena and, and, and Venus. And I felt like, you know, something wasn't right with that girl. You know, she had a lot of, she had a lot of animosity with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, the stuff she was saying. She's a hater. Right, you know, and I, I remember that picture, that picture a long time ago that was circulating when Serena was holding up the, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> and she's like just sitting there looking bitter. Hey. She's just like, yeah, this this girl, she got a lot of animosity with her, but, you know, at the end of the day, what you do in a, what you do in a dark, it will come to life, so, I mean, yeah. she, she got hers, and she obviously didn't last long in that, um, she didn't last long in the in the um in the Wimbledon. She didn't last long in the tournament stuff. So. Yep. Let's Keep kicking their ass, Serena. Keep kicking their ass, and they're gonna respect right. you one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So Vince Carter signed a one-year contract with the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, <laughs> his time is near. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he almost fifty, ain't he? Right. He's forty-one. <laughs> All right. Look, he getting them checks, man. Right? <laughs> I just say he's 41, but he he wanted to go to a team like the Warriors, but the Warriors are not probably they're not looking. I think the Warriors are looking for players that they possibly can deal with, like in the long run. I don't think they're trying to. That's why I was so surprised when they signed Swipe T because 
you know, they signed him, and obviously he's not really somebody that you, I don't feel like, can build and help you build. He's just somebody to add to your team, you know. But um, I think the Warriors are looking more to, like, younger players that they can build with, and Vince Carter is definitely not that, you know. He's probably wanting to go to one of those teams to get a ring. Uh, obviously, which players right now is not trying to go to the Warriors just for a ring anyway, but, um, I mean, I think that's good for Vince, you know. But I, I, could, yeah. I could definitely see him retiring in maybe the next two years, or maybe after this year. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. He, I, just, just have some fun. Have some fun with it. You're playing basketball. Yeah. You're paying you millions of dollars. Just have fun at this point. Yeah. Um. So the NFL training camp started today, and a lot of players okay. that that a lot of players that didn't think were going to show up showed up. Um. Like OBJ, he 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 showed up for the um the New York Giants, and I really hope the Giants do well this year because, like I said, their owner came out and said that he's not making any of his players um stand up. Uh, he's not making any of his players do anything that the, that anybody wants him to do. He's going to allow them to exercise how they feel. And if they want a meal, they can meal. I think he said he will pay for their uh, meals if, if they do it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's clearly one of those owners that, you know, that, hey, I'll root for your team if that's the case, you know. Um, what, what Bill Bluchek said something about um, – it was something Bill Belichick was saying when I was I was just watching um what is it ESPN mm-hmm. and um I think Bill Belichick is so funny yo. like he's really <laughs> one of the funniest coaches on earth like they kept asking this man about um an incident that happened last year and he's like okay. he's like um he's like well I'm focusing on the on the on training camp <laughs> he kept saying it. And they kept asking him about it. He's like, you know what? I'm focused on training camp. I'm focused on what we're going to do for 2018 season. He's like, I'm not focused on 2017, 2016, 2015, 2014. Yo, I was weak. <laughs> I'm just like, this man is really funny. Like, he, he's really a butthole. But it's just funny because it's like, he just gets straight to the point. Like, Bill Bush had never had any time to talk to any reporters about much of anything. He just honestly wants to get straight to the point. He's he people laugh at him, but with Marshawn Lynch, they kind of make it seem like Marshawn Lynch is a bad person when he does. That. Exactly. But Bill Belichick, you'll get laughed for him. You know, I don't think it's any different. They just both the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Both don't want to talk to reporters. It is what it is. But I just have to say, I'm definitely excited for the NFL season, even though all this stuff is happening around the NFL season with how they are and the national. I'm not. I hope that that stuff didn't happen because it makes people. That likes the sport of football it makes it so hard to watch, but I'm still gonna watch, and you know, I'm just, I, I'm, I really do hope that things get better in the long run. Um, I just really do because at the end of the day, like, it's too, it's, that league, the NFL has is, is dominated by black men. It's it's so hard for them. It's just it doesn't make any sense how they're not allowing the players to exercise their rights, you know what I'm saying, or how they feel about something that that should be close to them. Because if you're an African-American man and you you don't pay attention to what's going on outside or um, what's going on with your people, then, and especially when you're an athlete and you have that platform to speak on it. Like, when Cam Newton came out and was doing the stuff he was doing and saying the stuff he was saying, I was happy because I felt like 
it, it took a, it took a player like that to do some stuff like that. Um, but obviously he went back on some of the stuff that he did say and did make a lot of people look at him differently. But at the end of the day, I still respect Cam Newton because I feel like he opened his mouth. He said what he had to say. I do feel like he could have did more on the on the particular day uh, when they felt like everybody in the NFL was going to go ahead and kneel, but they didn't. I feel like he could have did more. But at the end of the day, people have to remember, these players are young. A lot of these players are young. And Colin Kaepernick, he's just a different kind of he's just a different kind of guy. I mean, he's gonna you know, some people are gonna do certain things and not everybody's gonna agree with it. But at the end of the day, we can't we can't think that everybody's gonna do, you know everybody's not gonna be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So to be upset with people because they're not able to do what somebody else is doing, but they might have the same exact feeling, Cam Newton knows he's a black quarterback and he's gonna be looked at differently. It's just upsetting that when he says stuff like that, white people get upset about it. But you know it's true. You know it's true. It is what it is. Even Michael Vick, even they hated Michael Vick when he was at the top of his, um, when Michael Vick was at the, when he was just really big. Like, he was he was crazy big. I feel like um, at a point, I, I, I feel like at a point, Michael Vick was like the Al Novice of the NFL. Yes, he was, absolutely. That, he was that good. Like he had that that much people were tuned was tuned into him. He yep. was a black quarterback running a white or a predominantly you know a white quarterback um dominated position in the NFL. Yep. And like so many people were just like they didn't want to give him anything. Like he, I don't even think he um what did they say he didn't get it's something that Michael Vick didn't get um that. They, they, everybody said he, they did look dirty, man. Yeah, they did. They did him really dirty. But at the end of the day, Michael Vick is still one of going as one of the best players to ever play in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. Like, no, I agree with you. I definitely I think, agree with you. I think, but like I said, white people didn't want to give him any kind of credit, and they still don't. Nobody wants to give Michael Vick any credit. That dog situation, it really, it really painted a bad image in um, a lot of people's heads. And I'm yeah, they, they did him dirty. Yeah, they did. They definitely did. And like I said, but he still wanna go down as one of the best to ever do it. And at a point when Cam Newton had his you know, his stuff going on, I thought of I thought of Michael Vick because, you know, he has that mugshot, all that stuff going on. And people just don't like to give him any credit. Like there's still players right now who will say that he's a terrible quarterback. How can you be a terrible quarterback when you started every game since you got in the league? He's played He's been with the same team since he's gone to league. Cam Newton was drafted when? 2011? Um, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, 2011, 2012. Since he's been in the league, he's been playing with the Panthers. He's been the starter. He's gotten them to the playoffs, I think, um, four years four years out of his. He's an MVP. Got him to the Super yeah. Bowl. Exactly. All those accolades, we still have people that will say, um, yeah, he's not a good quarterback. He's, you know, he's whatever. All he does is run. He runs on a team where he, ha- he doesn't have anybody to pass the ball to. I mean, let me talk about it. He do now. Yeah, he does now. Who, who's the new guy that they got there? I don't even know. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Okay, okay. I've never seen him play. I don't watch a whole lot of college no. football, so I don't know. I didn't, no, I don't he, know anything he, about him. He's yeah, that's well, somebody that's, you definitely need to watch out for. Well, Shout out to DJ. Definitely. Well, that's good. I, I will, I'm will. i ready to watch him play. The Carolina Panthers are my favorite team in the NFL, by the way. And Cam Newton is one of my favorite players to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cam Newton is 
my favorite player to watch. So I mean, um, I'm excited. Like if he if he's if he's gonna be somebody that he can throw the ball to and he's gonna do something with it, I'm happy for that. But at the end of the day, before he got there, he had players like Kelvin Benjamin who just didn't cut it. They just didn't cut it. And you know, I just feel like people need to understand that you can't put a player. You give these other players all these weapons. I mean, I feel like the Panthers should have honestly went out the best Bryant. But did they go after him? No. I don't think so. They're talking about the Browns are going to sign him. Why are the Browns signing The Browns going to be fired this year. Hell no. The Browns are making the playoffs. That's my hot take for the NFL this year. Browns in the playoffs. My hot take, let me think, um, my hot take, I just don't want the Pittsburgh Steelers to win everything. That's it. That's my hot take. I just don't want them to win everything. Because when, when they win stuff, I got to hear my mom my dad talking. <laughs> my mom and my dad, they, they, they're um, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. So I, I just mm-hmm. don't want to hear them talking about, about, the, um, about them. I just hope they don't win as much. Because like I said, I'm a Panthers fan. I just really want to. I just really want to see some good games. I honestly don't care about, you know, I honestly don't care about all the other stuff. Um, I just want to see some good football, and, I mean, heck, it is what it is. We're both excited for the season. You're, I'm more excited than you are, obviously. Yes, you, you are. You're not. You, you just don't care. Like, I mean, <laughs> no. You told the NFL, you're not dealing with them no more. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm cool. The NFL, they, they ain't getting my viewership. Not this season. Damn. All right, so we have 28 minutes. Um, we were definitely pushing up keep this up to 30, so we got two minutes left. Is there anything else oh, you yeah. want to talk about? Or No, no, we we, we we good. We good. All right, cool. So, um, everybody, you guys can check out the podcast on iTunes. I have to do a subscribe, and you'll be able to get all the new episodes. And um, you can listen to our music. You can also listen on SoundCloud, www.soundcloud.com. DPG podcast. Um, make sure you leave comments, reviews, stuff like that. Like, right, Nick? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We need all that. Easy comments. Yeah, we need all the comments that, like, like, we really do. We need a whole lot of comments because we want to know what we could do better with the podcast. Um, Absolutely. It's a brand new podcast, and we're trying to, you know, just, you know, we're trying to get our podcast up there somewhere, you know, top 10 list of podcasts on iTunes. You know, they do got a, they, they got a list for that. You know that? Oh, no, I know that. Yeah, they have like a, when you go on iTunes, it's like a podcast list. And they'll tell you like the top podcast or whatever. We're trying to get on that list. So hopefully okay. we can, so hopefully, hopefully we can, we can be there by, by next year or something like that. Yeah, okay. we doing it for the culture. Come on, <laughs> y'all. Not for real. We doing it for the culture. Absolutely. It's going to take a lot of work, but um, with with more people like you uh, viewing and listening, whatever, it'll we'll hopefully get there. So, yeah, right, thank so, you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem. And um, also, what is the last thing you always in the podcast with? Uh, Kobe the Goat. And that's how we found him out. <laughs> you know, I always wait for you to say that. <laughs> I gotta please remember, it. please remember, y'all, Kobe the GOAT. Yo, I'm going to have to give me some kind of thing like that before the podcast. <laughs> but, um, all right, so thank you, Jeff Hagner, for uh, No problem, no problem. And uh, we'll catch you guys again on episode 26. I'm going to 
forgot which episode it was. It was episode 25. I, right? I, yeah, it's 25. We'll catch All right, it. So episode, guys episode 26. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, be back with you guys. All right, thank you. All right, peace.